Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, I got an email yesterday that really changed me. I, I mean, it really happens. I really, I get a lot of powerful emails and they really get to me deep in my soul. They, they sting, they scar, but this one really changed me. I got yesterday. I'm going to get to that. It's about a, a segment we did yesterday on how real evil exists in the world and how it's only hard men trained to do violence on your behalf that stop it. It's going to be an important segment. Don't miss it. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. My savvy listeners protect their online activity with a VPN. Get one today. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show on this fine Friday. Producer Joe, if you wouldn't mind, lead us off with your traditional Friday opening. Everybody's come to know and love. Check it out. It's Friday! <laughs> yeah. cracked me up. All right. A little, more, uh, <laughs> little more sober open. There's a long story behind today's open, folks. One of these days, we'll have a little AMA session, and I'll tell you everything that goes on behind the scenes. By the way, radio show starts on Monday. Super excited. Check your local radio stations. Also, if you want to watch the video version of my radio show, it'll be available on Fox Nation. Subscribe to Fox Nation. You're going to love it. Today's show brought to you by Press House Coffee. One of my faves, folks. Here it is, right here. That's actual Press House coffee in my coffee mug. I love it. It's my new favorite coffee out there. Paula loves coffee. It's her thing. Paula grew up in Colombia. Nobody makes better coffee than people in Colombia. Those Colombian coffee beans are amazing. Paula loves coffee. And you know what she said? She's like, this is the best coffee we ever had. No joke. It's terrific. They want to make coffee as simple as possible for the best coffee you've ever had. They have something for everyone. With coffees ranging from rich chocolate and nutty dark roast to fruity and vibrant light roast. At Press House Coffee, you'll find a wide, ever-changing uh, selection of coffees from around the world. They make it super easy for you to find unique beans you'll love just by taking their quiz. It takes just a few seconds. You just answer simple questions and you tell their head roaster, Polly how acidic, sweet, earthy, or savory your coffees will be. You'll be surprised. This quiz is awesome. You'll be like, gosh, this coffee tastes amazing. It allows them to hand-select coffees for you. Take the quiz today at PressHouseCoffee.com slash Bongino. Gee, one of his favorite parts of the job, right? Get some free samples of stuff. How good was the Press House? I'll wait. How good? It, wife loves it too, which is all that matters. Apples or oranges, milk chocolate or dark chocolate, PB&J or grilled cheese, golden brown or perfectly charred. That's how easy the quiz is to find out what the perfect coffee for you is. How do you get this delicious coffee? Go to PressHouseCoffee.com slash Bongino and use code Bongino to save 20%. That's PressHouseCoffee.com slash Bongino. Use promo code Bongino to save 20%. We cleaned out their warehouse last time because the coffee's that good. PressHouseCoffee.com slash Bongino. All right, Joe, let's go. All right. All right, Joe. Double excited today, Joe. Uh, So, again, my radio show starts on Monday. I'm, like, seriously eager to go. I would do it today if I could. We've been doing fake shows the whole week. And the irony is the fake shows are really good. I know, uh, you know, I, I, I'm probably not supposed to tell you we did fake shows. We had a warm-up this week. But that's okay because I don't like rules or anything like that. I'm, I'm t- I told my uh, uh, Westwood One, who I work for with the show, I'm like, can we just package the fake shows into like a weekend show? They were really good. We really loved them. And if you want to watch the show, the video version of the radio show, you can subscribe to Fox Nation. You can watch it, I believe, starting on Tuesday, day after. So check that out. Subscribe to Fox Nation. Tell them the Dan Bongino show sent you over there. Folks, um, on a serious note, so um, we did a pretty deep segment yesterday. And, you know, geese like Paulus, they throw compliments around like manhole covers. And that's cool. Joe's kind of the same way. You know, yes, producer Joe, you're like, hey, what'd you think? Joe's like, yeah, it's all right. Joe, if Joe loves the show, that means he really, really loves the show. And I like that because I really hate yes people. I've surrounded myself with honest brokers, right? And that's what you need in producers. You don't need anyone to tell you, hey, it's a great show when it really sucks. But pretty much everyone who heard our segment yesterday on the need for brave, heroic, hard men to forfeit a piece of themselves away, to learn how to do violence on your behalf to keep you free, that segment was necessary I say that because I'm still reeling over the debate yelling match whatever you want to call it with Geraldo the other night on Hannity that went viral because we still have people like Geraldo and I don't mean to pile on him but ladies and gentlemen they live in a what about the kids utopian fairy tale land that doesn't exist 
talking about this crisis in the Middle East between Israel and Hamas, Geraldo kept saying to me, well, what about the Palestinian kids that have been killed? Geraldo lives in utopia. It's called the utopian fallacy. It's a logical fallacy. He's comparing the world we have now to a world that doesn't exist, where kids are living peacefully in the Middle East. That doesn't happen because the kids he's talking about, the Palestinian kids, are governed, and believe me, I use that term loosely, by a terrorist group that doesn't give a damn about kids. Folks, there is evil in the world, and Hamas, this terror group, is the epitome of evil. And I'm very sorry, but if you support these people, very sorry for you. If you support these people, you are supporting terrorist-murdering savages. And there should be absolutely no moral equivalence on this situation whatsoever. Firing rockets indiscriminately into Israel is evil to kill people. It is evil. There is no caveat there. There's no subsection necessary. There's no footnote explainer. You are a savage if you do that. And it gets to my point that evil is real. Evil exists today, no matter how much the snowflake socialists and all these others want to pretend human beings are perfectible. We are not. We are fallen. We are saved in my case and in the case of believers. Of, you practice your own religion, I might, by the grace of God and Jesus Christ in my case. But we are fallen, and evil people exist in the world right now. And the only thing stopping them from imposing their evil, their disease, their sickness on you, and the death and destruction that comes with it are hard men, hard men who have trained themselves and forfeited away a piece of their soul to do violence on your behalf. However uncomfortable that makes you feel, that is real. There is no utopia. There is only the real world. You ever hear the expression by some of these Hamas terrorist savages that for some bizarre reason... Leftists can't help but defend. You ever hear the expression, first we come for the Saturday people, then we come for the Sunday people? Jihadists around the world have used that expression for decades. First we kill the Jews, then we kill the Christians. It's a jihadist credo. They swear by it. Evil is real. You want to see it? Maybe you don't. Maybe the show won't be so family-friendly in the beginning. Here's a video from New York taken just yesterday. It's going around social media. A couple of Jewish folks on the street of Manhattan who get a high-powered firework thrown at them. We're not even hiding their disdain for Jews anymore, some of these folks. It's happening right in Manhattan. Look at this. What's, uh, what's the motivation behind that one? Goodwill? What, what am I missing something? Ah, Dan, that's one video. Rockets fired into Israel. Fireworks thrown. High-powered fireworks thrown at Jews on a street in Manhattan. I thought, let's go back in the past a little bit for those Hamas defenders out there. Radical, leftist, lunatic, savages. You're the terrorist, too. You support terrorists? You're a terrorist. Remember this video? From back in the day, the 9-11 attack, people burning to death in jet fuel, the people who didn't burn to death jumping off a, what, 110-story building, turning into dust as they hit the pavement, as jihadist terrorists flew jetliners into two of our tallest, proudest buildings, symbols of American power. Remember that? I was an agent that day. We all remember it pretty well. A lot of tears that day. A lot of screams. A lot of lives lost. A lot of heroes, too. A lot of savages as well. Want to see a few savages? Here was some video taken in uh, Damascus of some Palestinians who thought this was absolutely terrific what happened on 9-11. 
This video never seems to make its way around the leftist media defenders of the Hamas terror group. Check this out. Atmosphere. The V sign for victory being displayed uh, in uh, East Jerusalem today among jubilant Palestinians uh, that the United States had been subject to this attack. What are we to make of that, Jennifer? Um, are we to, uh, Yasser Arafat may issue this condemnation. Look at this. We're seeing uh, people applauding, clapping, smiling, uh, happy to, to know that thousands of Americans have died in this sneak attack. And there you see a V for victory sign uh, held up to the camera. Uh, what are we to make of that, and what are we to make of what uh, about what uh, Yasser Arafat said today? Of course, we don't play that video to stereotype anyone. That's what leftists do to us. But the people in that video are savages. They're animals. They're genuinely evil people. Not a shred of dignity in their souls. Celebrating the mass murder of 3,000 people by the most horrific means possible. The only thing, obstacle between you and those savages are hard men willing to do violence on your behalf. And if you're Geraldo, you say, well, what about the Palestinian kids that are killed? As if, again, there's a utopia where Palestinian kids aren't being killed because they're not being governed by Hamas terrorists. That world doesn't exist. Well, I said, okay. A couple of listeners sent this in. They said, hey, Dan, Geraldo wants to know what about the Palestinian kids. Maybe he should ask Hamas. Article you'll find in my newsletter today. Tablet mag. Hamas killed 160 Palestinian children to build their terror tunnels. They used child labor to construct underground networks of terror tunnels in Gaza. Now, they were asked about this, Hamas. You know, these... Uh, Superstars to the left, a group of terror savages that leftists seem to love these days. And the author of the piece explains that Hamas uses child laborers to build their terror tunnels because much as in Victorian coal mines, the children are prized for their nimble bodies. Oh, I'll bet. Someone should ask Geraldo about that. Folks, the only thing standing between you and these savages are sheepdogs. I'll get to more of that in a minute. Hard men who have tossed away a piece of themselves, a piece of their souls, their futures, in some cases, their grounding, to do violence on your behalf. I say that because I've been surrounded by these hard men my whole life. The story I was telling on the show yesterday, and I encourage you to listen to the segment. We got a lot of feedback on it. Was of a Delta Force operator I ran into in Bagram Air Base doing a mission with the Secret Service over there. He was about to get pinned with a medal by Barack Obama. I told the story yesterday. We don't need to repeat it. But one of the things I highlighted in the story was how this Delta Force operator had a stare in his eyes I'll never forget. I can't describe what it was. I, I can't. But the stare was frightening. I don't mean he scared me. It was frightening in that it was clear this man had seen so much and a piece of him was lost. The things he had to do to keep us and our men secure. Whether you agree with these missions overseas or not, don't dare question these men's bravery. That look, I've seen it a lot. I don't know how to describe it, or you, but if you've been, you know, you know what I'm talking about. And one of those men who kind of had that look when I first met him emailed me yesterday. I can't give too many details about him because I don't want to do that. I don't want to put him in a bad spot. But he listened to yesterday's show. He's one of the hardest men I've ever met. Infantry uh, officer, federal agent. A genuinely hard man. And at times a hard guy to talk to. I don't mean that as an insult. I just mean it's clear he's seen a lot. He sent me an email after yesterday's show. And if it's okay, I'm only going to read to you some portions of it because the rest of it is so difficult to read that I'm afraid if I put it on the air, um, some of you would get sick. 
because it's that hard to listen to. Here's what he sent me about the need for hard men like him who have to forfeit away a piece of themselves to learn how to do violence for us. Men Geraldo will never understand, although he claims to. He said, Dan, great podcast today. I really felt that. A lot of people don't understand what it's like coming home from combat after doing things for your country. We have to live with what we've done. I feel I forfeited any chance to see my daughters in the afterlife. When your ROEs were forced to smoke check anyone with a shovel and an orange bucket, including kids, it was like the Wild West. And your enemy changes you. You grow a hate inside that you can't come to terms with. You watch your Marines die. You watch them get maimed, losing legs, arms, private parts, all the while knowing that the locals knew where the IEDs and the ambushes were coming from, but didn't tell you during one of the many shuras you sat in. He says, usually these bombs were 15, 20 pounders, which would take out a leg or both, sometimes a hand and a part of an arm if you were carrying your weapon at a low ready. He said, but the worst was a 50 to 75 pounder that turned you into what we called pink mist. We backed the truck up and put the pieces in the back using a poncho and the kid next to him who was in shock while dropping every ordinance we had from fixed rotary wing, artillery, and mortars. That's hard to read. I've read it now five times, and it gets harder each time. I'm going to read to you a little bit more of this. It's not much about a half a paragraph, half as long as what I just read. I had to leave out some other parts, folks. The reason I'm reading this, again, is because to the supporters of Hamas, and terrorists, and socialists, and fascists, and genuinely evil people who have a really hard time classifying who the good and the bad guys are because you listen to morons in our society who insist that people are perfectible and it's just the white male patriarchy and the successful meritocratic societies like Israel that are the problem. You are empowering the people that are turning our soldiers into pink mist. What do you think he's talking about with pink mist? Good guys spraying confetti around? (laughs) He's talking about savages. Hamas, jihadists, Al-Qaeda, Taliban, terrorists who would kill you in a minute. There is no utopia. This is the real world that hard men live in every single day. Here's another part of the email. Again, I had to leave out. You might leave out. Yes, what I left out is even worse. My friend, he says, you carry that hate with you for the rest of your life. It doesn't go away. It's actually gotten worse. He says, I'm that savage you talked about that didn't care that Palestinian kids died because you can understand how the Israelis can hate them for what they do and represent. You have nightmares almost every night and you hardly sleep. Oh, gosh, this is hard to read. Holy Moses. This guy. He says, your daughters die in bad ways in your dreams and you fear it's the punishment coming for you and what you did and that it might all come true. Can you imagine living a life like this? These are the hard men. I know this person. This isn't some random guy who emailed me. It's a person I know very well. A hard, hard man who had that look all day, all the time. Rarely a smile. Do anything for you. A truly decent human being. But a man who had forfeited away a significant chunk of his soul. Ready to do violence on your behalf. To keep the evildoers away from you. That's the real world. I mentioned a a book yesterday during that segment, a book by, I think he's a lieutenant colonel. uh, His name is Dave Grossman. The book is called On Killing. The book should be mandatory reading for anyone in law enforcement, the military, federal law enforcement. The book describes the horrors of what it's like having to train people to kill on your behalf. 
hard men to become that border between you and the evildoers. It talks about the real horror of trying to train people to kill. Something we're not born instinctively to do. Well, here's the author of that book. I found this clip out there. The book uh, by, again, Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman talking about the need for all of us, all of us to become a little harder in our lives, for all of us to become sheepdogs because the evildoers out there exist. There are wolves everywhere. And unfortunately, there are sheep everywhere. That's his snowflake class. that wants to say, oh, Hamas isn't too bad. We can talk them into, but don't worry about it. What about the kids? Because they live in a fake utopia that doesn't exist. And Lieutenant Colonel Grossman talks about the need for sheepdogs, people like you, willing to take the burden of protection on your back. Check this out. In America, I would submit to you, there's a higher ratio of sheepdogs than most other nations around the planet. People who have chosen to train themselves, to arm themselves, to prepare themselves. And, uh, and, and so there are sheep. The vast majority truly are, are just gentle creatures and only hurt by action, extreme provocation. And then there are wolves. The wolves will feed the sheep without mercy. And, and then there are sheepdogs. The sheepdogs are those who are dedicated to protecting the flock. And, uh, and that's what we're talking about is uh, America, more than anybody else in, on the planet today, is a nation of sheepdogs. You know, maybe Israel, maybe Switzerland, uh, just few other nations that really nurture that sheepdog spirit, that empower their citizens, that, that give them the, the resources. And, you know, have you wondered what it was like to be, what, what would it have been like to be one of the samurai, you know, Book of Five Rings, you know, in, in that era? What, what would it have been like to be one of the knights of old? This is what it's like. We've got state-of-the-art tools. We've got state-of-the-art training. We're given the authority to administer life and death. Uh, and that sheep mindset is really pretty pathetic. Yeah, it is. The sheep are the snowflake class out there that want to believe real evil doesn't exist. And if those awful Israelis would just stop with their oppression or whatever buzzword they use for the day, the wonderful Hamas terrorists would just lay down their arms and grab a Snuggie and go over and roast marshmallows with them. Sheep. They're sheep. They will be preyed on, as Lieutenant Colonel Grossman said, mercilessly by the wolves when their uselessness and their utility is finished. It's your job to be a sheepdog. If you read the book, Folks, I can't, listen, I, I, I didn't publish the book. I get no royalties from this book. I'm telling you to read this book. It'll change your life. Talking about the need to be a sheepdog yourself. The need to train in the red zone. The red zone to keep your body fit. Don't ever be a sheep. Learn how to defend yourself. Don't rely on the government. That's your job. That's your job. It's your job to understand the, the dangers and the hazards of violence from real people and evil people in the real world in real time and to learn how to prevent that from happening to you. That's your job. No one else's. That's why at 46, with cancer having just ravaged my body, I never skipped one day of training, even in the chemo. Not one. No one cares that you're going through chemo. Evil people don't give a damn. They'll kill you. And they'll love it. It's your job to not let that happen. Don't be a sheep. Be a sheepdog. All right, that was a heavy segment for me. That email is just, um, I wish I could read the whole thing, but really, the, some of the points in there are, I think, too much for the audience. I know this guy, and he shared a lot with me there. I'm going to get to my um, second sponsor, and we have to pay for the show, and we always appreciate the being there. Um, but on the other side of this, I want to talk about, speaking of sheep, 35, uh, air quotes, Republicans, because they're not real Republicans, sellouts, who voted for the Star Chamber yesterday because they're just uh, weak-kneed losers. Um, and that's exactly what we don't need in this perilous time right now where, again, a bunch of sheep think evil people don't exist. 
All right, today's show brought to you by our friends at MyPillow. You've heard me talk about it. Now Mike's done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. The My Slippers are so comfortable. I wear them around the house pretty much all day. You probably should take them off sometimes, but I don't. The slippers took Mike over two years to develop, and they're designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day. Check them out. These are mine. Getting a little worn after beat them up a little bit. The My Slippers are made with My Pillow Foam and Impact Gel to help prevent fatigue, and they're made with quality leather suede. They're super comfortable. I can vouch for them firsthand. You're going to love them. Get one for every member of the family. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new My Slippers. They look good and they feel even better. Yes, 40% off. They now have blankets, pillows, and slippers for My Pillow, and like all their products, Comfort is the way to go. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listeners Square and use promo code DAN. You'll get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, the MyPillow towel sets. Go to MyPillow.com, click on that Radio Listeners Square and use promo code DAN. Or you can call 800-951-7163 and use promo code DAN. Go today. Visit MyPillow.com now or call 800-951-7163. Be sure to use promo code DAN. You're going to love these slippers. They're really, really amazing. Hard to take off. That's the only downside. All right. So getting back to the show, I told you there were a bunch of Republican sellouts. I warned you the other day about the new commission. Again, we're, uh, I'm sorry to keep bringing up the dreaded air quotes. They're always awful, uh, but they're necessary because the commission is nothing more than an effort for the Mueller Council part D. Part do the, the deuce, just like the mask deuce we talk about all the time. Liberal Democrat lunatics want to do a commission to investigate the January 6th, uh, what happened in January 6th, the rally, and then the incident in the Capitol because they need another Mueller-like commission all over again. The difference this time being it's not just going to be Trump that's a target. It's going to be anyone who supported Donald Trump and had anything to do, however loosely, with being there on January 6th, either at the rally or at the Capitol. Now, you would say, why would any Republican vote for something so outrageous? We have an FBI investigation going on. I've already said repeatedly and will continue to say, if you broke the law, attacked anyone, or did anything stupid that day, I'm a law and order guy. Now, I'm not a fake law and order guy like the left. Then you should be prosecuted. But the hard reality, ladies and gentlemen, is a lot of things they told us about January 6th aren't really that accurate. It was a small percentage of idiots who did really stupid things. Fact. I said it then, and I'll say it now, and I'll never back away from that. I support our law enforcement. We should be attacking them ever. That was a small group of people. There were a number of people there who clearly are being prosecuted for crimes. They're going to have a really hard time supporting in court, like trespassing, when it appears some people got the okay to go inside. Why would these Republicans, here's a list if you could put it up on the screen here, Guy. Why would these Republicans vote for this? Of course, Liz Cheney's on there. You got Rodney Davis, Brian Fitzpatrick. You can see it all. Carlos Jimenez, French Hill, Trey Hollingsworth, Kinzinger. I mean, not really a Republican anymore. Fred Upton, 35. This is our Republican Party. Mike Simpson, Maria Elvira, Salazar from Florida. Weak, all weak. This commission, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, wants to use... By the way, I have no problem looking into anything if it's done fairly. The problem is when Democrats are involved, it will never be done fairly, ever. There's no commission on the PP dossier. We haven't seen that yet. Remember this gem from the Technofog blog the other day? Here's what the commission wants to do. They want to obtain information from, quote, the intelligence community to further its investigation. My gosh, folks, what could possibly go wrong with empowering a commission led by a Democrat who sits on the chair of that commission, bipartisan, bipartisan my caboose, and then using the intelligence community to spy on people who were there on January 6th? What could possibly go wrong? You think Spygate was bad? The intelligence community spying on President Trump and candidate Trump? Wait till they're spying on all of you. Whatever happened to the ACLU? Are they, they exist anymore? The American Civil Liberties Union? Is, are they real? Is that a real thing anymore? They don't seem to have any problem with Americans' right 
to assemble being infringed upon by a commission that wants to use the intelligence agencies to spy on people who assembled at the Capitol to many, many of which, not sadly, not all, but many of which who peacefully protested. They want to use the intel. Where's the ACLU? Are they, is they, have they issued a statement? If they had, again, just like I did with the Arizona story, we will put it on the show. By the way, we never heard back from that congresswoman. Remember this story, the congresswoman who said that we should all pay more taxes and we sent her the link to send voluntary payments to the treasury and we said if she wrote the check, we put it on the air. Never heard back from her. Never. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. Never. No, no, you, you haven't heard back, right? She email you? No, nothing. Joe, did you get anything on the on the audio side? No, nothing. Nothing at all. No, no, nothing to Joe. Nothing from nope. video geese side, nothing from Joe, producer Jim on the on the cumulus side either. The radio said, no, I haven't heard anything. <sighs> frauds. Speaking of frauds, the perfect segue, totally unintended, but perfect segue nonetheless. Hypocrisy alert, folks. Here's a daily caller story be in my newsletter today. Exclusive. Black Lives Matter PAC paid nearly triple the market rate for a disastrous live stream event, industry experts say. Andrew Kerr, Daily Caller. Well, what happened? Here's what I like about the Daily Caller, by the way. They put the bullets up top, so if you don't have to read the whole piece, it's right there. And unlike the Daily Mail, Daily Mail's not bad either, but their headlines are like 72,000 words long. Daily, Daily Caller, bang, zoom right to the point. What happened? Black Lives Matter, you know, big socialist, big socialist, just like the congressman, what was her name, Sarah something? She wanted, to, she wanted us all to pay more taxes. I sent her the link. Pay more. Go right ahead. Lead by example. She won't do it. Black Lives Matter. One of the co-founders of Black Lives Matter said she's a socialist. You know, from each according to their abilities to each according to their needs. Everybody's supposed to be equal. Government takes everything and redistributes it. Not from them, they don't. Daily Caller. Black Lives Matter pack founded by Patrice Cullors, who's already said she's a Marxist organizer. We played the video a thousand times. She paid an art company run by the father of her only child, $148,300, whoa, to co-produce a live stream in November record show. It was mired with technical issues. The owners of the two video production companies told the Daily Caller that they could have produced a similar event for a fraction of the cost. They were severely overcharged across the board, producer Tim Kramer said. I don't know how you get that much money into production. I don't know how you get there. Gee, if we were to do an hour production, would you charge me $148,000? He's a video expert. That's why he's here. No, he says, no. He says, no, far cheaper. Really strange. They're not. Here's the crazy thing. Not only are they not socialists and hypocrites, frauds, Patrice Cullors, Black Lives Matter leaders who claim to be socialists and are then overcharging people and bilking them out of money. They're not capitalists either. That's capitalism. That's not capitalism. Capitalism is you offer to pay a price for a service you need, and the person providing the service offers to work at a price they feel is fair for the work they provide. Not when you use your connections, hire your little cronies, get a market rate three times what the market rate would be, and then, you know, make everybody around you just a little bit richer. That's uh, capitalism. So not only is she not a socialist, she's not even a real capitalist either. She's just a fake. Here's another fake Washington Free Beacon story be in my newsletter today. Spotted. Socialist AOC's Tesla parked illegally outside of Whole Foods in a posh D.C. neighborhood. Keep that up for one second, if you don't mind. I know keeping these things up breaks all the rules. You got to, like, change your job. Keep this up for because there is a lot in that headline. A ton. The headline says everything. So socialist AOC, who's supposed to have only what she needs according to her abilities, right? That's what socialists from each according to their ability to each according to their needs. Nobody's supposed to have more than anyone else. Socialist AOC is a Tesla. So first we have the socialist part of the headline, then Tesla. Tesla's a very expensive car. The model she has is anywhere from forty-nine to maybe $60,000. Very expensive car. Does she need that? Why isn't she driving a 1989 Ford Escort? It gets around just as good. And according to her abilities, which are zero, she probably needs the 88 Ford Escort because she has no abilities. So weird that a socialist would have a really expensive Tesla. Then we go to the next. There's not even clauses in this. These are just words. The Tesla's parked illegally. Hey, socialists, the rules never apply to them, folks, ever. And this headline is gold. Hey, it's my Tesla. I'm not a real socialist. I'm a fake socialist. So screw the rest of the population that can't park here. I'm going to park here because I'm AOC. 
We're not even done with this headline yet. Outside Whole Foods. I love Whole Foods. It's a great place. The food's delicious. Whole Foods is really expensive sometimes, though. It can be. I like it. I shop there. It's cool. Once in a while. There's one down, I think, in Palm Beach. What's that? And it's owned by Amazon? Is it? Oh, no way. I got to check that. Outside Whole Foods. She's why there? Why not shop in the local Quickie Mart? I mean, why do you get the expensive food? Why don't we get the expensive food? If that's true, it's gonna be. I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to recut this whole show on Monday. We'll have to recut it. That's the last part. In posh DC neighborhood, posh DC neighborhood. How does a socialist who's supposed to be, live in some egalitarian, leveled-out society live in a neighborhood better than yours? Better, worse? But socialist says no better, worse. Everybody gets the same. She drives a Tesla, parks illegally, shops in a fancy store, and lives in an expensive neighborhood. How is, it's a head-scratcher, folks. It's a head-scratcher. Every time. And you're falling for this nonsense? I saw a poll recently. Was it 19% of millennials think socialism is a great thing? It's because you don't know what socialism is. Just like you don't know that real people exist in the real world. You want to see socialism? Look at my Rumble. If you're watching on Rumble right now, Guy just threw up a picture for us. What's that? That's the car AOC should have. You know what that is? That's a Russian Lada. Remember the Lada? I've been to Russia quite a bit. The Lada, remember that, Joe? Joe's been to Russia, too. The Lada's everywhere in Russia. You know what's famous about the Lada? If you bought it with the money the communists gave you, when you drove it off the lot, the car fell apart because it was built by communists. AOC, there's your car, the Lada. Get a used Lada and do what every good socialist does, which is drive garbage made by garbage in a garbage system run by killers, otherwise known as socialism. By the way, to the millennials, the 19% or 20% or whatever, I don't know, probably more, that love socialism, that's your car, not the Tesla. Not the Tesla, that's your car. All right, I, I got to take a break, but on the other side, I want to play this video of the legend. I'd call him the great one, but Mark Levin's the great one. I think Mark would be okay with me calling this guy the greatest one. Thomas Sowell on socialism. It was a clip from the Laura Ingram show a while ago about how, again, utopian fallacy people who don't understand evil exists in the world also don't understand that the evil people all tend to be attracted to socialism. Weird, right? I'm going to have a heart attack. Today's show's intense. Hey, we all know we need one. But most of us put off creating a trust or a will because it sounds complex and expensive. It doesn't have to be. Thanks to the online estate planning experts at Trust and Will. At trustandwill.com, setting up an estate plan is really simple. It's convenient and secure. That's important. For as little as $39, you can nominate guardians for your children, determine who gets your stuff, and plan for future medical care from the comfort of your own home. Hiring a traditional estate attorney can cost thousands. And using a one-size-fits-all template is not nearly specialized enough for you. Trust and Will documents are designed by estate planning experts, and they're customized for the state you live in. And with live customer support seven days a week, TrustandWill.com's team is available to answer any questions you have while setting up your plan. Trust and Will is the most trusted name in online estate planning. The category leader on Trustpilot, and they've helped hundreds of thousands of people protect their families, assets, and their legacies. Gain peace of mind today. Don't wait. Go to trustandwill.com slash Bongino and get 10% off plus free shipping of your customized legal documents. Don't wait. This is important. Go today. Go now. Get 10% off plus free shipping at trustandwill.com slash Bongino. Trustandwill.com slash Bongino. Go today. Thanks, trustandwill.com. We appreciate it. So again... On the hypocrisy alert, those stories are always easy to find. AOC, Rashida Tlaib, and others. Bernie Sanders. Remember Bernie, Joe? Bernie Sanders. The uh, Remember the, uh, the oh, what does he have, yeah. three homes or something? Remember the segment we used to do here? Bernie Sanders. Yeah. I love socialism. Bernie, uh, but remember yeah. what he said? Oh, we want taxes on those evil millionaires. The millionaires. <laughs> the other word, Bernie, aren't you a millionaire? I'm not talking about me being a millionaire. I'm talking about you idiots, millionaires. Bernie, I, I thought you were a socialist. You have three homes. I'm not talking about my three homes. I'm talking about you dunces. 
What the hell? Bernie, it sounds like you're kind of a fraud. I'm not a fraud. I'm a socialist. Socialism, Bernie, socialism. You're not supposed to have all that stuff. As I said, socialism's for you dunces, not for me. <laughs> we haven't done that in a long time. Those of you who just no. tuned into the show and, uh, <laughs> and you're new. Every time I do Bernie, I used to do it a little more when he was running. 50% of you want me dead instantly. And the other 50% think it's funny. I don't know. I, it's an, I'm just making an executive because I just had to. I, here, you want to know? We were doing a fake show yesterday and the Bernie voice came up. And I thought, I, I, I can't. I can't stop. <laughs> I'm not talking about. <laughs> that's, my, <laughs> that's my favorite Bernie Sanders. We used to do that a lot back in the day. All right, getting back to this. Here is the greatest one, Thomas Sowell on the disaster of socialism that utopian fallacy idiots can't seem to figure out. Check this out. We now have uh, more than half a century of knowledge, of a track record of these kinds of ideas being put into practice in countries around the world and failing time and time again. Not merely failing, but making things worse than they, they were before. Venezuela is the classic case. And yet during the whole period when people are starving in Venezuela under socialism, the young people are right out of our colleges are flocking to uh, Bernie Sanders because they're judging by his words and how wonderful it sounds and not, not by what happens when you try to put those notions into practice, as has been tried again in countries in Europe, Asia, Africa, South it's America. Failed everywhere. North. Failed everywhere, but it doesn't matter. Again, if you live in the utopia fallacy where there's no evil men— and eventually really good angels will come and implement socialism the right way. Good socialism's just right around. It's right around the corner. Next time. We won't have the 100 million dead next time. I'm sorry. You have to be really stupid to believe that. I'm really sorry. You do. I got my, uh, a viewer sent this. You know Stimpy? Remember Ren and Stimpy? Am I aging myself a little bit? This is Stimson J. Cat, if you want his full name. And remember his partner? I got his partner. In the gadget drawer. Ren, Ren Hork, I think his last name is Ren. Why am I bringing up, uh, let's put the Stimson J cat up there. Because we're not talking about Stimpy, but we are talking about Stimmies. You know, we just said, what's the theme of today's show? Leftists live in a utopia fallacy where no evil men exist. The really good people will come and implement real socialism this time. It's just been losers who did it in the past and wiped out nearly half the globe or whatever. So you think after the third round of stimmies, remember the stimmies, stimulus checks, paying people not to work, who shockingly never worked. The unemployment rate, super high. A lot of people aren't going to work, but there's uh, 8 million job openings. Why? Because the government's playing them not to work. Liberals are having a tough time figuring this out because they live in a utopia where all people are good. If they're getting a government check not to work, they're going to want to work. I've heard this liberal talking point on Fox over and over with the talking heads who come on. What are you, insulting the American people saying they don't want to work? No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm simply saying is there are 8 million job openings. We're paying people not to work. And a large chunk of people who are getting those checks aren't working because of it. Those are facts. Are you insulting the American people? No, I'm telling you the facts. We don't live in utopia where everybody's a hard worker. Sadly, the 80-20 rule in reverse applies. Yeah, about 80% of Americans want a job and want to work. 20% want to sit on their butts and do nothing. And yeah, that's the facts. You don't want to do anything. 20% of this country, some people want to suckle off the teat of the rest of Americans who work their butts off. And we should never run from that. Call them out for the lazy bones they are. Take your butt, remove it from the seat, as I've said many times, and go to work. Like we do. That's not insulting the American people. That's insulting lazy people. We don't live in a utopia where 100% of people have the drive to go out there and do things every day. So you would think to yourself, after three rounds of stimmies, would you want to possibly do a fourth despite the fact we still can't get people? Of course you do. They're liberals. CBS Philly, May 21st, 2021. Be in my newsletter. Stimulus check latest. Is a fourth relief payment coming? <laughs> yeah, never learn. They never 
ever learn? You have to start to ask yourself. I'm not kidding. It's not funny. I'm not laughing. I just, you have to ask yourself, are these people seriously trying to destroy America? Really? I'm not kidding. Are they trying to destroy the country? They're not stupid people. They may be evil, but they're not dumb. They know we can't keep printing money and giving it away to people, some of whom aren't working because they're getting free money. The lessons are right in front of us. The unemployment rate is through the roof, and there are 8 million open jobs. Well, why are people not working? Because you're paying them not to work. Not to mention, remember this from the Wall Street Journal article yesterday? The money supply is exploding. It's growing at twice the rate it grew in 1978 before inflation exploded at 13%, and three times the rate it grew uh, during the spending surge of the Vietnam War. Uh, don't worry, folks. Let's just keep pen, uh, spending uh, money on people to not work and keep printing money we don't have. Nothing will happen. Don't worry. The utopia fallacy in real life, right in front of us. All right, let me see because we're running a little late. I got to get to my last sponsor. Do we have time for this? Okay, we do. All right. I'm going to get to my two last stories, and they're important. One of them is about debunking the myth that the government has emergency powers. Government doesn't have emergency powers, folks. It's not the Justice League, okay? And then finally, we have hero. We have two heroes of the day. Actually, we'll do one hero of the week and one hero of the day. Is that cool? These are really good. You're not going to want to miss these videos. Talk about sheepdogs at the end, these two guys. Joe Armacost's favorite sponsor is back. With the ever-increasing numbers of uh, makes and models of cars, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. It just is. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions? Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while the counterman orders the parts in his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Rockauto.com is a family business. Armacost loves rockauto.com. They serve yep. auto parts customers online 20 years. You see, he even said, yep, in case you think I'm messing with you. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything. Engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few simple, easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always, you hear that? Always reliably low and the same for the pros and do-it-yourselfers. Don't spend up to twice as much for the same parts. That's silly. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. I have one favorite ask. They have a box in their website called How Did You Hear About Us? Write Bongino in there so they know we sent you. They have an amazing selection and reliable parts, uh, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Check them out. Okay. Last two segments. So just quickly on this one, there's a really terrific piece I'd encourage you to read. I put it in yesterday's newsletter and today. Bongino.com slash newsletter um, is how uh, you access it. Um, I'll get to it in light of this new news I saw yesterday at the Wall Street Journal that voters are finally waking up to the fact uh, that the emergency coronavirus powers don't exist, folks. The government does not have superpowers. It's not the Avengers. It's not Guardians of the Galaxy. There are no... Do any of them actually have superpowers in Guardians of the Galaxy? I don't know, but the government definitely doesn't have any. The government is limited on what it can do. Voters in Pennsylvania, where the governor is quite the tyrant over there, Tom Wolf, have finally had enough of his endless emergency. Wall Street Journal, voters say no to endless emergency. In Pennsylvania, a rebuke to Governor Tom Wolf's diktats. Tom Wolf's one of these governors that's used the coronavirus to declare a seemingly endless set of emergencies. Gretchen Whitmer, Andrew Cuomo, B and others. And sane people like us who believe in the Constitution, liberty, freedom, and the Constitutional Republic and the dangers of big government because we're not utopian fallacy suckers, we understand that Lord Acton was right. That absolute power corrupts, absolutely, and that all great men are inherently bad men. People who seek power are typically people who have mercenary purposes. There's a reason for it. It's a reason our great constitution and the Bill of Rights is a document of negative liberties. It's what the government doesn't have liberty to do to you. 
Judge Andrew Napolitano, you might know, has an excellent piece up. It's in the newsletter today. You really need to read it. Because we're in a really dangerous spot where a lot of suckers out there actually believe, yeah, the Constitution's suspended when there's a viral outbreak. There is? I mean, I don't remember reading it. Anyone on the show remember reading that in the Constitution? He's shaking it. Joe, you remember that? Is there a footnote nope, in there? No, never. Did we miss that? No. It doesn't say with the exception of a viral outbreak. Okay, it doesn't. It doesn't. I didn't miss it. It's not the 32nd point Fifth Amendment. I didn't catch it. Here's the piece. It's called the government's emergency powers myth. And here's a quote from it. There's no emergency powers. Lincoln tried this. Yeah, Abraham Lincoln. He's talking about the Milligan case, Judge Napolitano. He says in a unanimous decision cited hundreds of times, the Supreme Court rejected, rejected the concept that emergencies somehow create or increase government power. The court condemned emergencies as a doctrine, the fruits of which none is more pernicious. The condemnation is still the law of the land today, and it applies to the states as well as to the feds. Thus, no matter the exigency, war, floods, pandemic, fear, myth, individual natural rights protected from government interference by the Ninth Amendment trump the unconstitutional words of government officials and invalidate their efforts to enforce compliance. Ladies and gentlemen, we need an awakening in this country right now. It is time to take the country back and stop the nonsense. Here's the Ninth Amendment right there. The enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. In other words, those are your rights, not the government's, and they don't have to list everyone out for you to retain those rights because they're given to you by God. There are no emergency powers. Well, a fair question. Well, Dan, how did this happen? The government's clearly all around the country. State governments declared emergency powers. The answer is because a lot of us let it. Well, what do you want us to do, Dan? I'm not telling you the answers are easy. But I talked about it often. Said it was time in Manhattan for bands of businesses to get together. I get the prisoner's dilemma, the coordination problem, but... And just say, we're opening. You can't stop us all at the same time. And we didn't do it. And now states, local governments, and the federal government, because it happened and very little, uh, there's very little penalty for it, have just managed to convince the population of people that the Constitution somehow suspended in an emergency. It doesn't exist, that power, anywhere. They just made it up. One more quick point before I hear is of the day and week. There are candidates that are starting to declare their runs for office for 2022. I'm serious. Please. I don't mean to sound in any way condescending here, so don't take it the wrong way. I'm asking you, please focus on this just next sentence. Because sometimes I, even when I listen to my own show afterwards, I, you know, I stray off a little bit. You should be asking every candidate that runs for office if they believe that emergency powers exist in the Constitution to lock down the economy. See what answer they give you. Ask them where they get those powers from. Watch. Uh, 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 Thanos. Uh, who do I get? I get them from, what was it, Orton? More calling Orton. Was it Orton? Remember? That? Where do you get them from? The Infinity Stones? The stones from the Indiana Jones thing? Where, where do you get those powers from? Because they're not anywhere in the Constitution that actually governs the country. You should probably ask that question. All right, folks, we have a couple heroes of the day here for different reasons. Uh, Gee, what order did I tell you? Did I tell you the the guys first? Can we do them last and do the, the, the young lady first? Okay, because I want to end on sheepdogs. We talked about sheepdogs. We all have to train to be sheepdogs. Too many sheep out there, easily preyed on by wolves. It's our job to sacrifice a piece of ourselves and to become those hard men that are the only obstacle between the wolves and the sheep. Well, two of those guys appeared. We'll play that in a minute. But before that, I know Collier County well, very well. Spent a lot of time out there. This young lady is going to be our hero of the day. I think her name is Saleh, S-E-L-A-H. I don't know if I'm saying that wrong or not. Eight years old. 
She's kind of questioning these government emergency powers, too. Funny how an eight-year-old gets it and doesn't fall for the utopia fallacy. An eight-year-old. We have 80-year-olds who don't get it, who are still liberals. This eight-year-old gets it, and she's like, hey, call your county folks. Why do I have to wear this mask? Like, who told you guys you could do this? You, I promise, if you're not getting up and clapping at the end of this, part, there's a part of you that just is missing the whole point. Check this out. Children are suffocating. You don't know what it feels like. And just, it's not in a sense. Seriously. Like, why would you do that? Why in the world would you do that? And, and God created us so we can be free people. And we're not being free here. All at public schools. Okay? So I would take your masks off if I were you. And and I'm not wearing a mask right now, and I never will as much as I can. And, and George Washington made America so we could be free citizens of the United States of America. And the Statue of Liberty is for liberty and freedom, and we're not free. So maybe you just don't believe in George Washington or God or like the boss of you or someone is controlling you. Stand up and take these masks off these children. Don't be afraid. And we voted you to be the school board members we wanted you to be. Okay, so please make the schools better, not worse. Goodbye. <laughs> yes! 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 Okay, come on. You got to stand up. Everybody up. Stand up. He's taking a... He's clapping in the back. Joe, are you standing? Stand up. Oh, Everybody yeah, up. Up. Applause. This is, come on, guys. Guys, we love you. We, if she... I, listen, Collier County's across the state. I know the area well. If she wants to come in studio, we will present her with a Hero of the Day award. I'm not kidding. I'm Paula Gee. That's our... There's a local trophy shop. You're Hero of the Day. I love you. You are awesome. Eight years old. Probably read Judge Knapp's piece and's like, hey, I read the Constitution. Old George Washington thing, founder of the country, right? You know, Constitution. You know, I'm not sure we actually have these powers. We need an eight-year-old to tell us this. Not us. We need an eight-year-old. I take that back. We need an eight-year-old to tell the liberals. We get it. He really did get up. And Joe, did you get up? I can't see you on the camera. Yeah, yeah. He did. Gee can see him. Okay. Joe got up. <laughs> now you may say, gosh, that's the hero of the day. Who's the hero of the week? Well, these two guys, there was a, um, you know, on, on a serious note, there were, we talk about sheepdogs. Said it, you know, before, played the Lieutenant uh, uh, Colonel Grossman clip. We all need to be sheepdogs. We need to train to be ready on a moment's notice to get between evildoers and the good folks like you and me just trying to live our lives. Well, two men decided to do that in Volusia County, Florida, where these are all Florida stories, which is great. kind of like it. I live in Florida. But I promise I'm not biased at all. They just are great stories. So this uh, deputy in Volusia, Volusia County was uh, attacked by a man who's clearly mentally disturbed. If you watch the full video, you see it's not, he seems like he's got real issues. Not, not an excuse for anything, but clearly had issues there. He's lying in the street. He's, he's not there. He attacks this officer. The officer needed help. And these older gentlemen, listen, these aren't 20-year-olds, jump out of the car and assist in the arrest. So these are definitely sheepdogs and our heroes of the week. I'll show you a small clip of the video. Joe had to edit some of the language out of it. Uh, but check this out. Put your hand behind your back. Put your hand behind your back. Put your hand behind your back. Nobody's going to kill you. It ain't working, buddy. It ain't working. They want to do to me. They want to do to me. Calm down. We got one customer. Poor guy's bleeding. Older man. Gets clipped in the head, it looks like. Is bleeding. He's not a deputy or anything, probably just driving to the supermarket or whatever, but he wasn't going to let that cop get attacked that day. Put his own life in. So he didn't know what happened. A guy could have pulled out a razor and killed him. So thank you, sir.
for being a sheepdog. We need more of you and less sheep. You're a good man. Folks, thanks for a great week of shows. This is my, um, this is, you know, last week I'm doing just the podcast. The podcast, of course, is going to continue. I told you that as long as I'm around, I love doing the show. Nothing will change. But Monday starts a new journey for me on the radio as well. The second job for me, which um, I'm going to really enjoy. I can tell you because we've been running through practice rounds all week and it's been a blast. There's an energy to live radio. I'll be able to take your calls, be able to have some more guests, and we'll have three hours together. I sincerely hope you check the show out. Call your local radio station. Ask uh, if they're going to play the Dan Bongino show. Um, we will have a station finder up soon. Um, we're still, there's, the problem is there's a lot of stations joining, and it's a lot more work than it looks like. Uh, but we're on quite a few stations around the country. Please listen in. Call in. I'll have the call in for you number on Monday. And if you'd like to watch the video version of the show, where I don't think they're turning the camera off on breaks, so I eat a lot of stuff during breaks, you can go to Fox Nation. It's the same show. It's a simulcast. Subscribe to Fox Nation, and uh, you can watch the show too. Again, I don't know what's going to happen during the breaks because I'll be here for three hours. So check it out. Fox Nation, subscribe to Dan Bongino Show. Make sure you call your local radio stations and listen live on the radio. Thanks for everything, folks. It's been a really great week. And thanks for supporting the show as we launch on Monday. See you soon. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.